Hey everyone out there, welcome back to Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones, a podcast about the MCU. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the latest Marvel release, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I am your host, Derek McDuff, and joining me today are my fellow members of the Undercast Company, Alan Torres. Hey, what's up, everybody? And Ariel Ortiz. Hello. So yeah, uh, the last episode of you know Falcon the Winter Soldier uh, just dropped a little bit ago. Um, you know, this is obviously. Uh, I mean, if you guys don't know what this is, I don't really know why you're listening to this podcast. But um, yeah, this is the show about Bucky Barnes and um, <clears throat> Sam Wilson, also known as Falcon and Winter Soldier and Captain America and uh, the White Wolf and Black Falcon and all kinds of stuff. Um, but I, uh, I, uh, so we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about a couple other Marvel things, like they just announced some release dates and did some trailers. But we'll but just yeah, which is very beneficial that we ended up doing this like a uh not not outside of like us being very like um analyzing the show a little bit more, waiting to talk about it. But also we got that yeah that surprise uh, yeah a Marvel. Yeah. So more they Marvel. luckily just drop. Usually when we do it, the show, they drop the the news right after we record. But luckily this time it was before, so we lo- so finally it, it broke in our favor this time. Mm-hmm. um so yeah we'll touch on that on the end um but yeah this was you know a um uh what was it six episodes so it was a kind of a almost like a little mini series um but i uh you know we got to see a lot of characters come back from past marvel things things people that we haven't seen in quite some time people that we weren't maybe expecting to see a lot of new characters um a lot of characters from the comics um, and this set setting a lot of stuff up going forward, but also providing a lot of resolution for some characters. Uh, but I don't know, just general thoughts about the show. What did you guys think of it? Um, so for me, it was, it, it's definitely one of my favorite things. I have been waiting for this for so long because I am very much a, a big fan of, of Bucky Barnes. When you got soldier. a big old crush on him. Uh, not besides that i think i've always thought i've always been drawn to the characters that like you know go through the hardships and stuff like that and like have this emotional he's not a bad boy anymore (laughs) he's Uh, a bad boy who turned nice that's what everyone he was always nice and he's got a metal arm it was at his core it was all it was his core that's why he remembered steve um but but anyway um I just like I've always found the Winter Soldier storyline so interesting, and I mean definitely like I mean you know MCU did the right call of of taking out that weird like oh well because in the comics of course Bucky Barnes was his kid's sidekick, but mm-hmm. you know they they aged him up to be you know like essentially Steve's brother and just that whole brother against brother kind of um, canon uh, motif I mean um, always has like been such a good drive for me at like a, a character and like i just love bucky barnes like so much and yeah, i'm so happy ed brubaker you know for you know kind of giving us the modern bucky you know mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's why that's why i like the winter soldier like heart um the comic itself was so like such a revolutionary yeah character well i mean like it was a break in that comic book kind of motif of like Marvel is very much tied into real world outside of, you know, DC with a little bit more mysticism and stuff like that. Or, um, but, and so to have that kind of like character come in 
And so in this this series, I had been waiting so long for like Bucky and uh, Bucky Barnes and of course, you know, Sebastian Stan to have their their day, you know, in this Marvel universe. And and damn did this deliver um such incredible like it 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 showed off yeah like not just bucky and um barnes but also you know sam wilson who who like i have been going back to watch the the um watch i watched captain america the first avenger and then captain america and the winter soldier and just to see like how even in there's moments in in both films where you see where these characters are you are now and then where they're going in the future um there's a freaking line in winter soldier i i wrote it down because i was like okay this is like really good um oh where did i put it um where he like says some um yeah here it is yeah sam wilson tells like um uh steve um one time like he's like don't look at me i i don't i oh yeah he was telling nick fury um like he's like well like nick fury was like oh and, and you're you join him too like it, it's the to attack the triskelion in winter soldier and sam wilson says um don't look at me i do what he does just slower and it's such like now looking back on it, it's like I know it wasn't supposed to be an Easter egg, but it's an it's such like a an amazing like thing to think of like watching that movie now, now knowing that he's he is Captain America, and so he essentially is doing what Steve does just a bit slower. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely I as much as I really loved Wandavision, I think I loved this one better. I think because not just because it's a it was a return to Marvel, you know, classic Marvel, where WandaVision was kind of like you know our break, in like a more of a you know like a Guardians of the Galaxy or or Thor Ragnarok where it's bringing something a different you know side of Marvel. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was definitely a, a return to classic Marvel and definitely in that vein of the other. Um, Captain America series is so far. You mean like the kind of like phase one MCU when you say classic Marvel or what do you mean? I think more of like groundedness, like boots on the ground kind of Marvel. I it's definitely, yeah, what you feel like in Iron Man one and um even Iron Man two, um, Captain America, um, all the Captain Americas. I think even yeah, even Civil War. Like it's just a bit more of a grounded story. Um in my opinion and i i tend to enjoy i mean that's why i'm in love with marvel you know but i do love you know the wandavisions and the out there kind of storylines mm -hmm. but yeah and i'm i am definitely glad that outside of the new captain america movie that that had gotten announced like they, literally the day after this came the finale of this show um but i am glad that this they have kept the door open, in my opinion, to more seasons of the show. Whether that be, it's probably going to be named differently, but it's essentially going to be a show, you know. So yeah, yeah, because like, it's the you know like the the three like you you know say it's grounded. It's kind of like Marvel does kind of like even you know they kind of lampshade hang it uh, the three S's where it's uh you know soldiers, sorcerers, and um or super soldiers, sorcerers, and what, what was the third one? I fucking I forget. Um, aliens, androids, and wizards. Is aliens, the, is, androids, and wizards. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and then, like this is because this is yeah. So it's kind of like yeah, those are you know the big weird intergalactic and like magical quote unquote threats, and this is just like super soldiers. Like these are just like actual people they're fighting. So you know it does kind of bring it back to that grounded like you know like you know Captain America, Iron Man kind of like terrestrial threats. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it's definitely, it, it definitely it was in the same vein, I think, as a close comparison, especially since I've just seen it um, recent, uh, rewatched it um, recently is like Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, just to throw in my two cents real fast, uh, I, I, it exceeded my expectations. I, it's so funny how early you said that you're more into the like grounded, the, the super soldier type of stories, like the, I guess some more like actiony, you know, bullets flying kind of thing and and uh stuff like that, but I'm I'm always been more of like the cosmic or the or the enhanced mutant sorcerers type of guy like as fiction as it can be, you know. So that's why I I, I was way more excited for WandaVision and WandaVision pretty much met my expectations, but with with this show I was kind of more like um I'm I'm going to watch it of course cuz you know it's Marvel I want to give it a go i was like maybe maybe it'll be better than i thought and it was absolutely way better than i thought like i was kind of expecting a very simple straightforward generic kind of story where i was like okay yeah you know they're probably going to go through the motions and you know and then uh you know sam is going to be like yeah i can do this i am captain america which i mean yeah that essentially happened but it was the journey was amazing like zemo was absolutely amazing oh yeah yeah, you know, we got we to talk some about Zemo for yeah. sure, but keep going. We'll get into the nitty gritty. This is overall, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah, just overall, like, Zemo, like, just shattered, you know, I'm quoting SNK right now with their King of Fighters trailers and stuff, shattered all expectations. Like, I, I honestly never cared for that character in the comics. When I saw him in Civil War, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool, whatever. The show, again, exceeded. And then John Walker who I'll, I'll dive more into that as well. He's my absolute favorite character of the, of the show. I know, I know like fans and the fandom just essentially fucking despises this guy. But <clears throat> for me, I'm just like, I, I don't know. As soon as they introduced him, I was like, I'm on the, I'm, 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 I'm with this guy on this journey. And you're, you're, you go for the heels. That's what it is. Essentially you go for the heels of, of, you know, if, you're, if you don't know heels are in wrestling or like you know the bad guys so oh, you yeah, definitely would root for, yeah but like also too i love like the 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 power abuse I, i've always been a big fan of like the characters where they they like they just get so much power so fast and they kind of like kind of um like intoxic like intoxicates them and they just get drunk with power and I just love seeing that like rise and fall. Like it's oh, it's that's essentially what John Walker is. But yeah, we'll go more into that as well. Or even just you know characters in general that are just so powerful, super drunk with power that they just go homicidal. I'm like fuck yeah, I love it. But yeah, that that's pretty much how I felt. You know, I I definitely really really enjoyed the show as well. Um, you know, obviously like a lot of. The- I agree with pretty much everything which, uh, that you guys were saying. Um, like I, I, when it first, because originally I was really, really hyped for this, like a lot more than WandaVision and then WandaVision kind of surpassed my expectations. And then I was kind of like going into this, I was like, all right, well, you know, I don't know if I want this 
because I wasn't really like I was like I like that WandaVision did something different. And I'm like, okay, well, we're just gonna go back to that MCU, you know, old MCU um, that you know, like Ariel was talking about. But it ended up being like a positive thing. Like I was, it was kind of you know um, good to go back to that. But it did feel like it was very um, politically and like kind of so- socially aware of a lot of issues that Marvel movies, other than maybe Black Panther tend to ignore like kind of like bigger social issues and Mm -hmm. this because of the format because it is you know like episodic and you know has as a lot longer it can go a lot more in depth into these kind of things like you know ptsd and racism and inequality and you know um character like even carly is like a character who is you know a villain who is fighting for you know people's rights and stuff like that and Sam Wilson giving the speech and all the stuff with Isaiah Bradley is, is fucking heartbreaking. Like, you know, him being the black winter soldier and he, or the black um, Captain America who like, you know, or not Captain America, but like super soldier who, you know, was kind of like, you know, just used and abused and then like, you know, tricked and betrayed by his country. And just seeing all that stuff is, was really interesting and powerful um there were a couple moments when i thought it wasn't handled the best but i did generally really really enjoy it like you know um and i thought the characters too just the um you know seeing these characters that you've kind of kind of you know been sidekick side characters kind of have their moment to shine and their own movie or like their own show i mean uh was pretty cool and you know getting these characters like Zemo, who, you know, he was just kind of like a really interesting character, getting him brought back, getting, you know, cameos from... You mean, you mean the best MC villain? Zemo? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Errol, you, you, uh, you would never forget a, a moment. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, but, you know, getting, you know, the Wakandans, like, cameoing and stuff like that, and just it was it was just so everything about it like i i i was i really dug it um you know i i i really cuz you know marvel has like you know generally speaking kind of um just been you know not like you know ignoring you know the like these kind of bigger social issues but just they haven't really had time to delve into them with any like subtlety or any kind of just um just kind of a um you know meaningful in any meaningful way but they really do a good job of this in this show um showing like Sam's journey and him kind of like grappling with becoming like a black captain america and what would that mean and you know you have that old guy who's like oh it's the black falcon it's like no it's captain america and then you know you have Isaiah and he just like he does he's like there's no black guy should be captain american but he's Sam has to set out for his own and you got all this stuff with Bucky and he's like recovering from all this all this trauma and and yeah, just just all around, just really, really good. Yeah. So, um, I do want to credit uh, and give credit to two um, uh, review sources that really helped to shape my analysis on on this um, on this show in general. Like, I I watch them. I I will forever like be watching them when when new Marvel content comes out. And one is um. Ryan Airy from Screen Crush, and then also um, Nikki uh, Marina, who is hilarious, does hilarious um, like TikToks or reels or whatever you digest those kind of short clips from 
Um, but her especially, um, she gave she she's a black former um air um veteran, or she's a veteran. Um, and her just her insight into like all of this the things that happen in this show pertaining to that. I, I like, um, please go go and show her some love on on YouTube and watch those videos because it's so so great. But but so from her perspective, um, it's kind of like all it, it was just that's one of the amazing things that this show did is give that insight into different just different facets of of veterans and and um black lives and and you know what it means to be a a a super soldier or i mean not not a black super soldier but also like you know a superhero and 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 giving perspective on on like why you know you go in feel at least for me i felt like like bucky of like why are you giving the shield up you know it was entrusted in you you know even though i'm i'm mexican i kind of get it but still like i i was like you know you're kind of giving it up and like you should fight for it and stuff but you know along the lot along the journey of the show you know getting that insight of like well he's going to be persecuted whether you know he does he's deserving of it or not you know people aren't going to see that first they're going to see the color of his skin and then with isaiah thomas like um and isaiah bradley isaiah Isaiah (laughs) yeah with isaiah bradley i'm sorry um but speaking of basketball yeah his is um nephew eli totally missed that shot um but uh <laughs> but uh no but so so like and then and then yeah when when bucky like sam's like why but with bucky like why didn't you tell me this why didn't you tell like he's like i didn't tell anybody i didn't tell steve i didn't tell you or anybody like and and um and yeah it's like she the the youtuber gives an insight but i'll i'll follow it up here too but that um bucky made the right choice because essentially steve is steve and sam and what sam was able to do eventually but in the right way but if he had told steve like steve would have tried to get his the justice that he deserves and like which is a very admirable thing but for isaiah Bradley, where this is such a you know a monument is like um like hard it was you know uh not hardship but you know like a devastating thing for him like you know he he wasn't able to you know his 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 wife died while he was he was locked up and and all this stuff so it's like it's just showing the yeah like like that kind of like extreme it's an extreme experience but it's an experience that sadly you know people um you know go through and so it it was just very i i i think everybody was surprised that marvel went there but i feel like marvel you know should have went there and and it was definitely like these these shows are just coming out at the right time like with with wandavision 2 like just the whole like kind of like the loss and and dealing with that like hit hit at the right time in the world and then this is definitely hitting at the right time in the world with the with you know black lives matter and and all that and it's just such an insane thing that that's not what it was intended to be because this was supposed to come out like a couple months ago you know or 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 something so and they filmed it like like a year or almost a year and a half ago so so yeah it's just it's definitely i think that's why this show um 
is really good in my opinion and more so because it kind of ended up coming at the right time um so so yeah so that's what i mm-hmm. for that yeah no i agree it definitely hit at the right like social like moment in time um you know and like even even beyond that you know a lot of the stuff with um uh carly and her just kind of like you know advocating for all of this social change um you know mm-hmm. despite her being a villain she is a sympathetic villain who you know sam kind of tries to talk to her i do feel like they did her a little dirty in the last episode um mm-hmm. but you know yeah. she she kind of goes a little bit over the line but i i get it and i like that the show is like there's just all it's not like okay like clear good person clear evil person it's like okay there's these different sides there's you know you have sam and bucky and then you have Carly, and then you have, you know, Zemo, and then you have the Wakandans, and then you have, you know, um, John, John Walker, Walker who mm-hmm. is just kind of the embodiment of white privilege, just running around. Oh, yeah, ex- definitely. Like, uh, I just gotta say, like, one of my favorite moments of the entire show is when a guy who is dressed as America on somewhere he just does definitely not have any jurisdiction in the middle of Europe says to, the, uh, says to an African, like, warrior... The Dormelage have no jurisdiction here. It's like, neither the fuck do you. What are you fucking talking about? But it's like, he's just mm-hmm. like pride and just like arrogance and that American imperialism. Like there's all those memes that were, came out that like, like um, Steve Rogers is like what American ideals are in theory. And John Walker is what American ideals are in practice about how it's just like neo-imperialism and just like yeah, all and, that stuff. And, and just the imagery of, of that they, that they dedicate to that even concept because like um there's times where john especially in the in the scene where he he you know he kills the the flag smasher in the square um where he's directly holding the shield upside down so it's like even it's like there's so many instances where the image is he's a, just a distorted version of of Steve Rogers, like with that, and then of course like the, um, there's like no white in his um his um Captain America uniform, and there's just all these like little things that like if you wanted to take it to a horror movie, like it would it's like right there. You just have to paint it in the right light of just this distorted version of of the Captain America that we know up until this point. Yeah, um, but, you know, I that the the one problem I did kind of have was the way John Walker's story kind of and it like I didn't like that they gave him that redemptive arc or that redemptive moment after he was just basically just white privilege from run amok. Um, and while at the same time, Carly, who was, you know, kind of just like ideals about like socialism and stuff like that, very like a Bernie Sanders esque mentality, um, just kind of like got like just was kind of like basically demonized and letting people die. Whereas John Walker, after just being the worst for a bunch of episodes, just kind of had his moment. And then he still became basically a, like when he became us agent, he's basically a, he's, you know, Blackwater, you know, employee at the end of it. And he's going to probably go on and be in like, you know, the Thunderbolts or the evil mm-hmm. Avengers, whatever it ends up being with that. Julie Louis Dreyfus is going to probably start assembling you know and we'll probably see more of her in, in black widow so it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah, with that that's where where we were supposed to first see her mm-hmm. so yeah uh-huh. but yeah I, I john walker just like he he fuck i fucking hated him so much like i know you liked him alan it's not like he's a bad character because he was actually um up until like the end i didn't d- dislike any of the decisions they made with that character i thought they were like very good and very spot on 
he's just a character that is that you you know there's characters that you love to love and that there's characters that you love to hate and i fucking hate john walker and like it's a credit to um white russell that he was he's such a good actor that it makes me fucking just like despise him so much it's it's very much like you know like um like skylar gunn on breaking bad is such a good actress and uh that's why everybody fucking hates that character so much is because she does just a, such a good job of just being the worst um mm-hmm. and uh yeah he definitely followed in his father's footsteps yeah yeah exactly that's what i was saying we need to get like the rest of the the family into the mcu just get like kate hudson in like a marvel movie you know at some point um but yeah i i, I really uh, i really thought that was interesting um i hope that John, because he's kind of like giddy and happy at the end. I'm really curious to see that. I really hope they keep him like on this villainous path and have him um, be kind of just like a oh, yeah. distortion of America, like he has been so far. Um, yeah, I think I think canonically, like in the comics, that's kind of how he is. And I I think I kind of like while his like sudden like oh let me save the people was a bit sudden. Um, I think the fact that like just because he saved people all is forgiven and it's a bit more of a of a reinstitution of that that white privilege yeah no that yeah. that yeah yeah he's just kind of like okay well i did i did one good thing so i'm i'm good now it doesn't matter that i'm you know a murderer and stuff like that and mm-hmm. yeah i don't know he's 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 definitely a character that i would i'm very curious to see more of but yeah I, I, um, I, talk about your boy yeah talk yeah alan you've been talking quite for a while Oh, no worries. I was just like, you guys were, I, I'm not a big politics guy, so I'm like, I, I feel like I don't have any good things, not good things to say, but like, I, I feel like I, it's on my place, because I'm like, uh, I don't know, I just feel kind of like, I don't know what to say, but I, I mean, what I liked about his character, I, you know, yeah, obviously he's the embodiment of like white privilege and stuff, but what I kind of liked of it, on, also on top, like, what's kind of relatable with Sam kind of deciding to be you know captain america is that i guess to kind of relate it to like other shows i feel like sometimes when when this happens in film and television where an actor has to be an actor gets replaced to portray you know a character like a title or they're going to be the successor or something you know essentially pretty much in everything we see you know like I, i can talk about doctor who which is a big prime example with you know the regenerations and the different actors coming in after one actor's tenure is done. So I felt with Marvel, they kind of had a, they, they probably had a idea that like fans are going to be upset that someone's taking over the role because fans go, Oh my God, I'm in love with, you know, Steve Rogers, Captain America, Chris Evans, they, they, that becomes an idea, especially ending of, you know, Avengers Endgame with such iconic moments with like, you know, Steve holding, Mjolnir and like fighting Thanos and all that saying Avengers Assemble so it, it is a big a huge role to follow not not solely in the in the story itself of Sam Wilson but also for um um oh my god what's his name the actor um Wyatt Russell not Wyatt Russell um Sam uh Sam's character oh Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Mackie Anthony Mackie you know even for him too I'm pretty sure he probably felt like a big a big thing mm-hmm. behind that like he was like oh my god and then especially what's so funny is and i know you guys say that like it relates to reality but it relates even more in a meta way as as well where it's like 
he is a black man going to portray that he's going to succeed Steve Rogers as Captain America. And that alone already makes, you know, people have seen the movies and like fans and everybody that they probably have certain feelings inside. So I feel like, so I feel like even though there's those relatable, realistic themes, I feel like they were able to integrate the political stuff Mm -hmm. with the character as well. I like that instead of having Sam's character go it alone, having to deal with, you know, the fictional, uh, world of, of of you know the fictional marvel world to deal with having a new captain america and in the real world as us you know some people get upset when their characters get replaced or succeeded but i like that they had john walker as well on top of it just because it was nice to see it was also different it was also nice to see that there was somebody else going through it as well from an outside perspective and well you know sam obviously knew, knew steve rogers and and bucky and all that so what I loved about it was that he, this dude was just trying his best. Like he was like, I just want to to be a soldier. I want to do good, and I know I have this huge mantle that I have to, you know, I have to take over. But as soon as they were calling him Captain America, I was like, oh, this dude's the bad guy, which mm. I already love, <laughs> and you could just see, like. He had these twitches. He had these like moments of just like I have power now, and like I just love that he got power hungry and wanted more. And then you know when when that vial of a uh, super soldier syndrome was on the floor, and he was just looking at it, I was like, take it. You know mm-hmm. you want it. Mm-hmm. Take it. And then I was like, it's yeah. just gonna get worse from here. And oh, I was yeah. like, and that's what I want to see. I was like, I just wanted to see that. So it was kind of like having. And then, know, and then being oh. faced with exactly the same situation that Steve was with Bucky, where you know he his best friend died, you then you got get that split from truly that true split from from Steve Rogers too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. like like with that, and then what I what I really loved a lot too was just um, with the. Uh, the super soldier serum stuff or like he was kind of like, I don't need it. I need it. I need it. I don't need it. Hmm. And like, just to kind of prove to himself that he's like, okay, now I'm captain America because I have, I have the shield. I have the suit. I, I, I have the, the powers now. So now yeah, he, it's even like, he's scary. He's dangerous. He, he's got all the, like the things about captain America, like that, you know, just our service level. Like he's just, you know, it's like, like big strong blonde haired blue eyed just like war hero who you know like has the super soldier serum but like sam wilson has all the shit that matters like he's not a super soldier but like he's got that heart you know that like uh-huh. you know fucking what's his name the doctor um played by stanley tucci um talked about Erksine. yeah yes, yeah exactly. and and it, it, this whole this whole that the whole of the being who should be Captain America is like they built on that um, Dr. Erskine's um, concept of what makes a good man or a great man and how the serum is an amplification of of people what people are, are already so like with, with Kari you know she's a freedom fighter and and when she takes the serum it, and she's a freedom fighter that thinks that she you know um is better than the people in 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 charge 
And so when she takes the serum, she, that gets amplified to to uh, uh, a naive kind of degree. Mm-hmm. And then and then yeah, with John Walker, you know that kind of like looking for approval and looking to be the best or you know to have the justice mm-hmm. in that way kind of gets amplified as well mm-hmm. and and but like it's it's more like it's it's justice but it's also just like that privilege you know that he mm-hmm. feels like he deserves this he needs this he, he you know he's earned it you know without really having earned it and i think that's like a good kind of like dichotomy of like characters like having him be like just kind of like this kind of character whereas you're like you have bucky who's just like hey like he learned like he like he talk, he listens to Sam. Like at first, you know, he is very much in opposition to him. But he's like, okay, you know what? Like I, like you know, after his, you know, dealings with Isaiah Bradley and stuff like that, and like you know him, like he's like, okay, I I don't understand like you know what you've been through, and I'm gonna be like here and support you. Like you're Captain America, and like this is your journey, and like I'm on my journey and I'm doing my stuff. But like, just that's like a you know a good way. To, I think that's like you know being being like a cis white dude, you know, who's just like yeah, like stop and like listen to people who've had other experiences than yourself because you can never truly fully understand them. But like, you know, don't just be like oh like you're like oh I'm mad like you know like I'm just gonna be I think I deserve this and you like offended me and like whatever and just gonna like go into a rage and just like assume that everything belongs to you. Whereas like Bucky's like, let me stop, let me listen. Like that's it's it's a very they're very different kind of like characters, and I I really appreciate that dichotomy that is not really obvious between Bucky and John Walker, but I think is definitely present if you you know kind of like have a keen eye for that kind of thing and you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. I've always been a big fan of like th- that type of like dichotomy, especially with like especially in like comic books. Like you always see, there's always a the reverse flash or the bizarro or the uh the US agent is pretty much like I've always been a big fan of like the corrupted version. So like I was like seeing the story behind it and, and him just kind of spiraling is like the best part. Like that's kind of my favorite thing. That's why I love these types of characters because they're not trying to be bad mm-hmm. necessarily. Mm-hmm. They just kind of fall. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most interesting character where and villain of course is when they think and, and scary as well mm-hmm. is when they think they are right and they're correct because at yeah. that point it really it really scares you like it really gives you the sense of like oh shit I don't want to be around this person like that's pretty like Homelander and the boys like you know like mm-hmm. he looks yeah like, yeah he mm-hmm. literally looks like Captain America and Superman if they did the fusion dance from Dragon Ball <laughs> shit, and like mm-hmm. he's so terrifying because he's just like I can do whatever the fuck I want like I was honestly waiting for John Walker to do that but I guess his yeah. version was like I am Captain America and I was like mm-hmm. oh say it again bro you are so and, wrong and, but I love and it. of course and of course why did you make me do this you know like, like oh that's such a trope oh, like, I so love that trope no. like someone doing something fucking horrible that they don't have to do and like them saying, "Why did you make me do this?" You know, we decided especially in, to uh... tell that to Bucky, <laughs> right? Who, Bucky, who is like, For, I fucking yeah. know the prime example. Uh, like that, I'm the only one that could say that kind of thing or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but oh gosh, um, 
do you have anything else to, to talk about John Walker? Because I do want to move on to my boy. Oh yeah, well, of course. I mean, lastly, I just want, I just hope, um, you know, I love the costume the, at the end of this, this show. Oh yeah. The black US agent. Straight suit. out of the comic book. So badass. You guys, you guys know how diehard I am with accurate comic, accurate <laughs> costumes. But, that's the um, good that's the thing that this show is like uh, these this show in particular WandaVision to um a good amount of extent but this show in particular is like just dropped to straight from the pages um costumes in that last episode with Sam Wilson's um Captain mm-hmm. America and and then yeah the US agent it's just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. pulled straight from the comic yeah only no. thing I, I only thing I wished was I mean maybe they'll do it in the future. I just wished like just to get the the full like like craziness that is of John Walker is like at that last scene. You know, yeah, he gets the U.S. agent suit and she's like, "You are the U.S. agent. We don't need a Captain America." Just stroking his already corrupt mm-hmm. ego. Yeah. If she just pulled out his shield, like his like it's just a round black and red. With a little bit of white shield like he has in the comics and just like this is yours like I, it didn't even matter maybe they made it out of a really strong metal not necessarily vibranium but just something that's like maybe a like tier Bucky's, below. Bucky's arm Bucky's old arm yeah his Bucky's old arm, old yeah, arm exactly. wasn't wasn't vibranium oh okay I got you. yeah his old yeah. like his old arm type of metal mm-hmm. that would have been like perfect because that would have just even stroked his ego more because he's like because he already kind of made friends with the with steve's shield like he had that like i i have it now kind of thing so like mm-hmm. i just wanted him to have his own shield to be i'm gonna like, make my own sh- shitty shield yeah because the shield good was like i'm not no, gonna lie he's sweeney taught sweeney todd hush like with his blades like my friends yeah exactly and like even him making his own shield which i was like that's a cool scene but i was like uh, to be honest it's gonna get to fucking destroy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was yeah. like i think it yeah. maybe take a couple bullets and I'm pretty sure those bullets are going to ricochet somewhere and like probably kill somebody. But yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I want to say something that I'll, it'll lead well into what you, I think you're going to talk about here, Ariel. And I think, you know, cause we were kind of touching on how, you know, the whole thing about the serum makes like takes whatever is in you and like makes like, like, you know, good, better. And like good becomes great and bad becomes worse. And like, you know, that's, why you know you see like the arrogance that's in John Walker become worse. You see like Carly's like you know like one mindedness just kind of like become so like destructive. And you know you see that with characters over and over. You see that with the Red Skull and him being a fucking Nazi. You know, and then you know even, but then you know the only two characters that actually go uncorrupted by the serum that we've seen in any of the oh well, I guess Isaiah Bradley, but um that we've seen like a good amount of them is. You know, you see, of course, Bucky in this, but then, you know, Captain America. And that's why Zemo is so, like, you know, super soldiers. Like, we no more super soldiers because it just, like, takes the worst and he wants to get rid of all of them and stuff like that. And he smashes up the things and he wants... It doesn't matter if it's, like, it's Carly or it's the Avengers or whose side it's on. And even he, though, acknowledges, like... Um, I can't remember if it's Bucky or Sam, but one of them says, yeah, but what about Steve Rogers? And he, even he's like, yeah, you know, touche. But how many yeah. Steve Rogers do you know? And that's why... He, Steve Rogers was so unique and so special is because he and why you know like he got picked from all of those guys is because out of all these army guys he's got that innate goodness in him and so mm-hmm. does um Bucky. so does Bucky Bucky but, yeah, has that and, and, innate goodness in him and Sam 
Sam does bring up Bucky in that same conversation. And mm-hmm. like in it's when they're in Zemo's apartment. Um, and he's like saying, Yeah, well, Sam was different. And then then he's like says, What about Bucky? And before Zemo can answer, Bucky himself comes through. And so so yeah, so going off of that, um basically, yeah, Bucky is good. It, it, um and that's why he's able to do this. And then um the thing it with the thing with him being the winter soldier is that the only way that they could compel him to be the winter soldier is to make him think that he's doing these things for a good reason for to, for a good cause because in his core bucky is always going to fight for what is good um what makes him different from 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 steve rogers is that innate kind of like uh, he steve was a little bit more could tell the difference and not just go into a fight you know um he was more judgmental on where he he set his chips for a fight whereas bucky is like no this is like what's right i'm going to do this i'm gonna get it done kind of thing and so that's why like bucky is a good person at heart he's just a different type of good person than steve was um and that's why he was and like i said yeah that's how they tricked him essentially is as the winter soldier to do these bad things well i mean they brainwashed him yeah but they but in his core his core is like to do things for the good you know for the good so so um in winter soldier like um he uh um what's his name robert redford's character essentially like he's talking when he's talking to him um to to winter soldier he's like you know like you you know how much you good you've done for this world and all that and like kind of pushing that kind of like idea into the winter soldier's head and so that's why bucky essentially like yeah he was brainwashed he didn't but that's like his baseline they were essentially like controlling his the baseline personality of bucky barnes and that's why they were able to do it because they told him essentially you're doing this for the good of the uh, good of the world and so yeah so so it's just like i've been yeah I, like i said i've rewatched um the first avenger and and winter soldier and even in the first avenger there is evidence of bucky barnes having ptsd after he gets saved from from zola and and the and the um hydra compound like you totally see it in his face and it's just like man this guy like it made me realize like this man has been dealing with trauma for longer than i thought and like you know i kind of get on that little bandwagon of like man steve didn't really like steve could have been a little bit of a better friend like steve was a good friend but but you know like like i guess he he did help bucky heal by you know taking wakanda where he was eventually healed um but but yeah man bucky man i i just love him to death he he deserves a world and i i this show did two of the things that I wanted um, for Bucky. Two scenes that I wanted from Bucky, like since since after Civil War, um, I wanted uh, I wanted to see that that reprogramming um, in Wakanda, and oh, I I was like I was bawling. I was oh bawling. Oh my god! What a and fucking just, scene! And just Sebastian stands at acting in that scene of like and you get could this feel, man an emmy yeah and you could Legit, feel, give, give this man an emmy 
oh my god i know uh, but you could feel like his his like fear why every after every word every word and mm-hmm. then the, and then eventually that fear turning into relief and oh my gosh it just delivered and and the second scene that I wanted is the first time him and Zemo meet, meet again. Zemo just right away, like trying to use the words. What a fucking and I, when he said it, <laughs> what a and boss. when he started doing it, I, I was just like, yeah, uh, he's like, I, I know. Like, he's like, they don't work anymore. And he's like, I know. I just wanted to see your your um your reaction to them. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Zemo, this is why you're my favorite my favorite villain man and this is yeah like this show like it reinstituted reinstituted that like it 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 proved to the world what i already knew like you go back into you go back into the podcast that we we, of of a past of when we did um me me and um and one of our guests did a did a debate on who is the best mcu um villain and i chose correctly zemo and this, I, this I show never proved dis- it. Okay, so like, if I, I, as I, I told you, like, personally, I agree with you. Like, I was uh-huh. just trying to be an impartial judge. Uh, but, uh, but like, yeah, I, he's my, like, personal favorite, too. Like, I yeah. fucking think he's so interesting. Yeah. And he's part of why Civil War is my favorite Marvel mm-hmm. movie. And uh-huh. seeing him in this, this, like, kind of, like, new kind of like he's still like got that intensity but it's kind of like goofy and you know he's like you see like that dance there's a reason people were like hashtag release the zemo dancing cut you know because he's just like out there like daniel brule is such a good actor that is he's you know he's a really good character actor and he's kind of got this like like he's serious but he's fun at the same time you kind you see he's a character that you that you kind of just like you, like you're like this is a bad dude but you still love him you know like he's, he's... oh yeah he's he's in the same oh, vein yeah. as like loki i mean him yeah. and loki could <laughs> can you imagine him and loki like just buddying it up <laughs> and like tormenting you know the the heroes or just like yeah yeah and um but yeah going back to book is it i i really did love like the the dive fine finally the dive into his ptsd and um mm-hmm. and like while while the the therapy that he was doing kind of sucked but in reality that is the truth of parent of with with va um therapists they just basically want want to you to to heal up enough and just get out i think this this therapist was a little bit more caring in her core but just wasn't doing it the right way at all he she was doing it as she was trained essentially yeah i was kind of like this is um, a shitty therapist <laughs> Yeah, but um, in in the end, she did care, but she mm-hmm. was just not doing it the right way. And then, yeah, then the call back to Sam's like, because Sam was uh, you know, essentially a, a therapist. He worked with veterans, and so for mm-hmm. that added layer of their relationship and that connection of like he him, just essentially finally going from. Going from in in Captain America with Winter Soldier saying that Bucky is possibly not the person that you could save. It's he's a person that you have to take care of, like you know, mm-hmm. get rid of, to essentially like helping Bucky through this trauma. And he's not done with the trauma. That's why that's why I think that while he might take up the mantle or uh, change the name of of to his name to White Wolf. 
personally i i'm kind of like on the fence of it because like i do like him changing the name of winter soldier to something to some to mean something Own, different he, owning you know? it yeah yeah owning it yeah and but i do understand like the white wolf also that's yeah. like a fucking but, cool name that's like a really fucking cool name it's like, so i i know i just don't want him to be in an all-white suit but spider monkey on um on Instagram, did a really good suit rendition of his that I'm okay with. Like it, it, it's not white, pure right white, you know. Um, that's the only thing I have it, a thing with. It like it's one, I don't. Is that the one that looks like like the Black Panther suit, but it's like all white? No, I don't thing? want that one. I want it more to be his Winter Soldier suit, but like a dingy white with black. That's what I would want. I'll send it to you after this podcast. For sure. Um, but, I, when I saw the other one, I was like, that's no. cool on paper. Like, mm-hmm. that's all I thought of. I was like, no, I would like, like honestly, I would honestly yeah. be fine if, like, he just had, like, a white stripe here and there, and that's it. Nothing crazy. Yeah. His, his normal yeah. outfit. Maybe a, little, maybe yeah. a white line or two well, on his he's arm. A very, he's it. a very tactical person, and he's not stealthy. Exactly. So, so yeah. So I really think that, and like, I mean, even his current like Winter Soldier suit is a is a rendition, or it's a it's a pro- pro- progression of the Winter Soldier's suit. Um. Mm-hmm. So, so I think they'll still stay in that vein. Um. But, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just definitely like by the end of the show, just the relationship of of between Bucky and Sam and just seeing this journey of their relationship and and there's been so many moments where I'm like like when when um Sam calls calls uh Bucky Buck and he's like don't call me that you're not allowed to call me that he's like well Steve called you that and he's like Steve knew me longer and then just Mm -hmm. it of course the first thing that pops into my head I'm like there'll be there'll be a time where They'll huh? know each other longer than him and Steve ever did, and I was like, "Oh man," <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, like, man. Yeah. yeah, because and then, um, and then, yeah, just like, just it is a real because you know if you don't know, like off camera, Anthony Mackins and Sebastian Stan just have such a funny, like, <laughs> friendship, and you could just like watching <laughs> thirty seconds of them together, you could totally see it, like. That you know they have this really good friendship. They've been saying like, "Oh yeah, like he's my best friend now" and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And that, and that it's just like, boils down to the you know the brilliance of Kevin Feige because Kevin Feige essentially because Sebastian Stan was like all timid and stuff, and then Anthony Mackie's all you know out out there extrovert. He's like put them together, yeah. like see what happens. And then so now they like just have this thing of like you know Sebastian Stan talks more and then takes him out of the shell and it's a whole thing. I really love it and have I you, love that. You, <laughs> you see? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I just love the integration of this friendship, real life. You know, again, real life affecting. You know, the just that's what's amazing about Marvel. They'll see like real life things in the care in the actors, and they're like, ah, bring that in bring that in kind of thing and yeah. i just love yeah. it mm-hmm. have you guys seen the uh just to kind of jump on top of it the the videos of like uh, anthony mackie and sebastian stan just clowning those are my yeah. favorite things They're in the best. world oh my god like this shit <laughs> the... got, like it's just like oh, oh wait, this, this get... kid over here can't... whatever can we get a sebastian oh my god <laughs> sebastian stan 
How the hell are <laughs> Yeah. Oh my you god. You ever seen a man this Sebastian handsome walking down the street? Yeah. He's about to he's about to get locked up by the police for killing all the ladies. <laughs> yeah. So good. That's like I love that that's I love that that's the that's like the clip that has come out of, of this. Like it's an old clip. It's like I think it's from from Civil War. Like the premiere of Civil War. But it's come up come up so much of like just now in all of the all of if you go on Instagram and like to their their accounts, there's about whenever Sebastian Stan like posts like something of himself, the comments are like, "Oh my God, Sebastian Stan!" <laughs> and stuff like they do the whole the whole t- like spiel. I love it. It's, it's but, so yeah. good. Yeah. Also, also, if we're you know if we're gonna talk about like uh, people that we think are on the show that are great, uh, we gotta mention Sharon Carter. That we have how have we gone this far yeah. without very mentioning. Because the show should have been because called. Because she hides herself. Yeah, the show like <laughs> there's that why. thing that came out it was like it should have been called the, uh, the Falcon, uh, Winter Soldier, and the Baron and Sharon. Like I would have. Yeah, like, the Baron and Sharon. Like because Sharon is fucking great. Like I was always mm-hmm. like she was always kind of the character that like she she got kind of swept off to the side and swept under the rug. And I I mm. think she's great. Like I'm really interested to see where they go with her character because I do feel like yeah. they did her a little dirty in the last episode by like kind of making her evil. So I so that's the thing is that like I uh, there's so much like I don't know if she is I like I don't know well because there's there's this whole scroll of it all yeah like, that's why I think she might be a scroll I but mean, then I hope, also I hope she's a scroll I don't know if I think okay it, but I hope it. yes I everybody hopes it but then there is a like it could be they could change the interpretation of it but in Winter Soldier like when um Crossbones or the guy that's going to become Crossbones like is is pointing a gun to like somebody to to like start the a launch se- sequence and stuff and she pulls a gun on him and he says something along the lines of like are you sure you want to choose this side or something like that oh and, and like, so she it's was kind always of, hydra and yeah i saw that theory um, yeah so so it's possible like i mean marvel has been able to take these like things and like change the meaning of them mm-hmm. like when you when you look back on things so it's possible i mean yeah i mean couldn't like in the comics she could be feeling like that that murray hill character where she is kind of like ends up becoming kind of like a bad bad person because of all these things that happened to her or you know it could be that like like um in the comics also is sharon carter is that she's like a under the influence of something like in the comics she's the one that kills um steve rogers and Mm -hmm. and well kills quote unquote he doesn't die but yeah that kills steve rogers and that's when bucky raises up to to become captain america in the comics but but so yeah it's a possibility i mean i think i it might be open to that or it might be she's just gone off the deep end and it's like understandable so she did she's been she's a woman scorned like it sucks that it's Sharon, you know, like you know, she's, she's Peggy. Peggy. She's Peggy. Like Peggy's... that scene that she gives about, like I love that speech she gives in Captain America three, where she's just like talks about how her aunt Peggy inspired her. It's just like, don't make her evil. I don't know. But hey, she could have done that speech to to pursue to persuade Steve Rogers to side side against the Sokovia Accords, causing civil war. So, 
there's that possibility. You could take everything and turn it in on uh, on side. Yeah, it's chaos. It's madness. I mean, we, we could speculate all day. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I just but shout out to Emily Van Camp who is great in this. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Regardless, like I'm, I'm really she's a you know a really great actress, and uh, I'm really excited to see you know where that character goes, and you know if she shows up in Secret War like with the scrolls and stuff like that. So yeah. Well, she was pretty dope. I liked her a lot. I kind of said that, like, I was really hoping, like, after that episode with her and Zemo and, like, in the where all the uh, shipment uh, things are, like the shipyard, mm-hmm. um, I was just hoping it was, like, just an episode of just all of them on this, like, team real fast where it's just, you know, Power Broker, Zemo, the uh, Winter Soldier, and Falcon, just all of them hanging out, just riding in Zemo's car, and they're like, we're going to go fucking just solve some crimes real quick and then just go off and <laughs> go back to the regular story. So anyways, <laughs> trying to be Captain America, eh? It's just not true. <laughs> like they all chime in and just shoot the shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, so the question is, do you really, if she is, like, do you really think she is the true power broker or do you think there is this? Because she never really clarifies it. Like when, when Kari says, like, um, what does the power broker have when when she's never called herself the power broker? It's kind of implied. But, I mean, for Zemo to know the power broker from before he was... Before Civil War, essentially. Um, do you think she is the power broker? Do you think this is a, a Dread Scott... Um, Dread Pirate Roberts kind of situations where she took over the power broker um, name? Or maybe because like well, but legend she she got blipped, so that could have been something where she like you know someone took over for her, or like she you know something happened, or she was fake faking being blipped and did the power broker thing in the meantime. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm 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 on the fence of like I know that her face was on like the list of the blipped um in in um and in Endgame, but I I think that yeah I think she. She seemed like a person that has lived many years, kind of from the when we saw her. So yeah, she. Also I think she took she, advantage of the Mandrapore kind of like emptiness and and took yeah. If if she is bad, if this or it could have been a scroll, like you know the real Sharon Carter did get blipped. She's out there somewhere, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Um... But but the thing is, the type of character she is is like she's very like like secret agenty. So even though they were like, "Oh, you you might," you, they said it. I, I felt like she's not the type of person to be like, "Yeah, that's me." Like she's a very tactile, very like mm-hmm. intelligent person who's like, "That's not something I want to get out." Yeah. Like that like that type of character is very like they hold secrets their whole lives. They they just probably have to lie frequently because of the job so you become so used to doing that like i feel like especially her like she's just you know she, she she's the, the type again like we were saying like you know she's part of the whole crew of like super soldiers secret agents military types so you kind of have to understand especially in living in a world where aliens and wizards and all these things exist they're, they're gonna have to hide shit because they're like that there's a point in time where you know, before the Avengers movie, I don't think the whole world really knew in that, in that universe. I, I think the whole world didn't really know about all that stuff. And even in reality, you know, there's 
government people who have to lie about a lot of shit all the time. They probably have secrets. So I always kind of got that idea that she was like that type of person that she's just like, yo, I, I, I know so many things that you do or that you don't, I have to lie to you about every little thing. So I, I don't know. Like I, I could totally see her being like power broker that maybe she didn't even get blipped. Maybe she like hacked yeah. it, sent her file. And like, she's just like, like, I feel like they're trying to lead us to believe that maybe she might be a scroll. Cause they thought, well, it's not they thought Ant-Man got blipped, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's where yeah. I was going to go. I was going to say they thought uh, Ant-Man got blipped, but he, he didn't. She could have just easily been like, oh, people are turning into dust. Opportunity time. Mm-hmm. It sounds mm-hmm. fucked up, but she, that's the type of person I, I imagine she would do. Like, she was just like, yeah, I got to I gotta do Like in Civil War, like when, when all that stuff started happening at the, um, at the, the World Embassy or when they were talking about the, the Accords. like Sokovia student, Accords. The Sokovia mm-hmm. Accords. As soon as she hit the fan, like, she was like, I got to go to work. Like, just without batting a fucking eye. Like, Steve was all shocked, but she's like, hey, man, I got to go do this. Like, you fucking sulk, but I got shit to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be cool to, you know, like, see if she is a scroll or if she's just, like, fully evil. But, like, that is, she's like a character with, like, a laser focus, you know, like you were saying, on for sure. I don't think she's evil, though. I don't think. Yeah. I think she's just doing what she has to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you could definitely... Uh, yeah, she's definitely like if she if she's gonna be like possibly like riding that train of a little bit of an antihero a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. The power broker power hour. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's the next MCU show. That's the next MCU show right there. Yep. But, yeah, but I do hope that this it comes back. Like I really do. I mean, oh, yeah. I, it's it definitely There's is a something show. Up with her. Oh yeah, I think that that's the thing is that I I was telling you, I I think I was telling you Derek um off offline like um essentially I think that the they're gonna have the movies um be more of a world kind of affecting kind of story mm-hmm. and then um and then uh, essentially like uh the show is gonna be the more grounded kind of things. Like I don't think that the movie's gonna to touch on like the US agent stuff or or the Sharon Carter stuff. I think they'll keep that to another season of, of the show or iteration of the show. Um and then the sh- the movie will probably like affect the Marvel universe a bit more, you know, like yeah, how that, the other Captain sense. America's did. You know, Captain America Winter Soldier, you can have the dis- the dissolving of, of Shield. And then Civil War, you have, you know, the Avengers breaking up. So I think that the movies are going to keep that kind of like more wide world Mm -hmm. um, kind of view. And then the show is going to keep more of the grounded kind of. Wait, so you're telling me that the show isn't going to like introduce mutants and like fucking Mephisto? (laughs) No, no. I don't yeah. think any Captain America anything would do, would do that. I, I'm maybe. really glad there you wasn't know, like maybe. insane fucking theorizing this time around. Just like, yeah. oh my god, this is gonna like you know change everything. You know, like oh my, yeah. this is how they do it. This is how the Fantastic Four shows up in the MCU. Did you see that? Might have been John Krasinski there in the background. It was like a blurry thing. Maybe that was it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, oh I know. I'm yeah. more, I'm more grounded in this viewing, but. Uh... But yeah, oh, it was no. the whole internet. It was the whole fucking internet. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah the, the whole, whole internet. internet. Like, I honestly, yeah. I kind of missed it. I won't lie. I know. <laughs> I, I, yeah. was, I was no. expecting some shit where they're just gonna be like, 
Oh my God! It's it's uh, Thunderbolt Ross. He's behind it. It's it's him. It's behind the whole that, yeah. thing. The well, power broker I, was Magneto, a character was, that has never been mentioned or hinted at at all. Yeah, no, I mean, I was totally expecting at least Thunderbolt to show up. Like, I mean, I guess like we kind of have a a tie in to him. Prob possibly we'll see. Um, with with um Julie Louise Dreyfus's character, um, which I, I'll say the name Baroness. Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Yeah. Ma Madam Hydra. Yeah, Madam Hydra. <laughs> Although there was kind of a Madam Hydra on um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh Which, my God. I don't know. The dude. back half is going to go out. Like, yeah, but it was. I think it might be just be one of those things where it's just like, okay, like, you know, because it was in a virtual alternate reality within if, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So. <laughs> If we if we already had a fake Mandarin, I think we can have a fake exactly, uh, exactly, Madam Hydra. Yeah, because I doubt yeah. she's gonna call herself Madam Hydra. I, I I wouldn't doubt that, like you know, just because she has such great comedy chops, they're gonna be like, oh my god, you're Hydra. She's like, yeah, what am I, some kind of Madam Hydra? Get over yourself. Oh, that's, like some joke. Yeah. Do you think Hydra's still alive and well? Do you think it is dead? Oh, I think they're it's, around. It's alive. Yeah, it's always got its tendrils, you know, somewhere. They're always creeping. Like. You know, they'll pop up in like an ant, like, you know, they've even mentioned them like they were still out in the wind in like Ant Man, you know, and just so they're out there doing stuff, you know. Okay. Mm but yeah, um, I guess that about wraps it up. Well, do you want to talk about. Well, no, yeah. we got anything I was going to say. For, talk about. For, for just the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're real quick, oh, okay. though. No, yeah. no, no. We got to talk yeah. about. I mean, I know we, we sprinkled on him. Like, like, I said John Walker was like my favorite character. I didn't say like he's like my number one favorite character. I love his character arc. I love what happened to him. But how are we not going to talk about Zemo? Like We've this talked. man. He's, but but no, I'm saying like like we were we kind of sprinkled it in here and there huh. about him. Because but, that's like, what he does himself. He sprinkles himself in. Yeah, kind of thing. But, like, yeah. go on. Real quick, the one I, I know since we were talking about. Obviously, he's a fan favorite. Everybody loved him, the dance mm -hmm. and everything. But the one man of who sprouted a million memes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like just you know, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Uh, Sutkovia. Or he just like, oh, made, that shit was amazing. Come to Sudkovia. Yeah, or or um on the on the actor Daniel Brule, like the story that's that I think he said it on um Jimmy Fallon uh or one of the late night shows. But Steve uh, uh Sebastian Stan tells the story about an encounter um in a oh in yeah a, uh uh elevators. So go and watch that. That one was funny too. Mm -hmm. He's no, just a fucking character, man. He he was great. He was so much fun. I'm not gonna lie. I was not expecting his character. I was maybe expecting his character to show up, but like one of my favorite aspects about him was that like he succeeded. Like him and mm -hmm. Thanos are the only villains in the MCU that succeeded in their plans. He succeeded twice. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and the, my favorite part is that like he's just retired. Like he's straight yeah. chilling. Like I feel like he's like, okay, I did what I had to do, and then like fucking Bucky rolls up, you know, in the cage, and he starts saying, saying the the December nineteen whatever stuff, and just has having a great fucking time everywhere he goes. <laughs> everywhere he goes, he's just like, so I need to tell you, there is a lot of bad guys here, and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Like I didn't know that, and he's just like, I just wanted to let you know, and like he just always knew where they were going. He's like, just follow my lead. Like, just everything about him was hilarious. And then what my favorite thing was I, was I was a guest on another podcast a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about the, the, the big episode where they go to um, 
what's that town? The the city of Mandrapore. Mandrapore. Mandrapore, James. Mandrapore. And the, but the, the, the later on, you know, they find Sharon Carter and all that stuff. And they're fighting in the, the ship the, the shipyard or whatever. And I had I even that because we recorded that like the, the night after. And we, we all joked about how he put his fucking, you know, comic mask on. Like he grabbed it from his car and then like he put it on and then he like punched a couple of guys here and there. An explosion goes off and then he takes the mask off. And that made me crack up so hard. And I thought that was the funniest scene out of the whole show. Because I'm like, okay, that's pure. We got to sell the toys and the right. Funkos. And we all made a bet. We're like, we're betting this right now. Most likely this podcast is going to show up on Monday. So, but if you guys listen to it on Monday, look look on you know Hasbro or the Funko thing. You're going to see that there's going to be Funkos for him wearing the mask. And then there's going to be a, a chase without him wearing the mask. And guess what fucking happened the next week? Because I was like, I knew it. That episode, they were like, we just got to do it for the toys, man. The announced it that weekend. No, they already announced it. They announced it before the No, no, no. The show. Came, I no 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 I'm saying like the mask, like the funk of the toys and all that, all got uh-huh. announced days after that episode. So I'm saying like the funny part is they were just like, All right, Daniel, mm-hmm. put on the mask. I know you, he's probably not like that kind of guy. He's like, I, I don't want to wear a mask. And I like just uh, wear the mask. Oh maybe he's he's such a shower. Oh yeah. But, but I'm pretty sure he's like, just wear the mask. It's for the toys, bro. Da-da-da. And then as soon as that show aired, I guarantee you somebody in like Marvel Toys and Hasbro and all that shit was just like, hey, they showed the mask on the show. All right, Monday, all the toys are going out with the mask. I feel like it's less for the toys, though, than like, like okay, we're just going to like, this is going to be like a cool little Easter egg for the fans who like yeah, you know, yeah, the comic accurate Easter stuff, egg. you know? It's like when well, Luke, Luke Cage gets his like, like, uh, original comic outfit for like three yeah. seconds and then it takes it off you know no i know but but like now with like you know because like the the the, the one vision so big and like one vision kind of did that too where like every other episode they're like hey here's the halloween one i know they announced the halloween funkos early on but like mm-hmm. even i think after the the series finale or season finale they showed like the white vision and all that stuff like all of that came out like the, a couple days later so mm-hmm. That's what just made me laugh was that they're like, all right, we're going to show the mask. It's going to be cool. Fans are going to love it. And then marketing was like, hey, the mask is out. So, so the fucking <laughs> we got, we're good. Go. We do it. It's uh, time. So, yeah, I guess I'm it's just time. too much into like keeping up on Funko that, that it wasn't posted on the Funko site until, yeah, after it was shown. But I had known about it for like, of like two months already. Yeah. But, but anyway, yeah, if Zemo is a freaking dude. Like, I mean, like it, it, it's kind of he's kind of a tragic character too because he, mm-hmm. you could definitely see like when Bucky would like he thought Bucky was gonna kill him, he felt like a piece because he's like in the same he it's the same thing that happened with um when um T'Challa um kind of was like he was going to see kill him, but like T'Challa says no, well, you don't yeah, deserve T'Ch- death. He was gonna kill himself, and then T'Challa, yeah, he's like. The world is not done with you yet. Yeah, yeah, and that was the kind of same thing. The his same kind of send off is the, what Bucky Bucky did as, exactly the same thing essentially. And you know we're gonna see more of him. Like he's gonna be yeah. the leader of the Thunderbolts and like take advantage of that and just like totally like maybe we'll see we'll see <laughs> yeah. Black Panther, Black Panther is like you cannot die. Sutkovia needs you. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, there was a theory saying that like uh that because like Sokovia got got you know gobbled up by the um by the surrounding countries um since you know the the tragedy that happened at Sokovia. Um but like people are saying like maybe lot um Latveria is one of the ones that, that sucked Ooh, up the feet of it. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. For for the people who don't know, Latveria is Doctor Doom's uh home country. My boy and that, and then maybe yeah, Zemo might might um Doctor Doom being... was the power broker all along. <laughs> no, that Zemo might, like yeah, like kinda like no um what something bond what's his name? First name. Victor Von Victor Von Du. Yeah. Yeah, so that would be a cool that would be a very in- easy like intro to like introducing Victor Von du- Victor Von Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Doom does as he pleases. <laughs> oh my god, you know, I was gonna say that the funniest fucking shit in the world, which is not gonna ever happen, but you were like, Oh, is he the power broker? He was disguised as Sharon the whole time. <laughs> he, he used magic and, and machines. Yeah, masks. He had like the the, the He had double masks. He had yeah. the masks. Sharon had Sharon had one mask on. And then there's another mask that comes I, off and snaps. I did like they were like, oh yeah, remember these Mission Impossible masks that haven't shown up since Winter Soldier? We've still got those. Those are still in the universe because those those are established in canon. So I did like the little like you know little callback to that. You know, like yeah, those exist. Cool. Why don't more people use those? <laughs> so just I'm just imagining the scene of just like just you know the second season or something, and it's like you know Captain America and White Wolf and. They're going at it, and then Sharon shows up, and they're like, "Oh my God, Sharon, we need your help!" Fool, doom does this, and he takes off this mask, and it's just has the fuck. He has like the metal fucking mask and the green hood under, and he's just like, "Ah, it's me, Victor Von Doom," and they're just like, "Oh shit." We we called it, guys. It's gonna happen. Listen back to this episode when season two drops. We're gonna seem like geniuses. She's not a scroll. It's, it's Doctor Doom. <laughs> It was Doctor Doom all along. <laughs> it was Doctor Doom all along. Oh my God! Yes, yeah. it's my boy Victor, man, Just fucking around. All right. Well, that <laughs> I don't know. Anything else you guys want to say before uh, about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? No, just Bucky. <laughs> Love him. Yeah, yeah. Stucky on Bucky. Um... Stucky on Bucky. That's great. Stan the Stan. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah there was so we you know we kind of mentioned earlier that uh marvel dropped a lot of news um they kind of announced a bunch of new dates uh some things moving up some things getting uh actual uh titles so just to break it down um we'll just go through i'm just gonna like go through them quickly um real fast here but um coming up the um, movies that are coming out are we've got Black Widow on July 9th, 2021, then Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings on September 3rd, then The Eternals on November 5th, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home on December 17th, then in 2022, got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness um, on March 25th, Lore, uh, Thor Love and Thunder on May 6th, and then Black Panther Wakanda Forever, so it got a title uh, July 8th, then another one that got a new title, the Follow-up to Captain Marvel, which is going to be called The Marvels, is coming out November 11th, 2022. And then in 2023, we've got Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 got its release date on May 5th, 2023. 
Um, so a lot of lot of stuff coming out um, from Marvel to mm-hmm. kind of make up for you know not a lot this past year, which makes sense. Um, but yeah, do you like you guys want to talk about any of the uh, new information or anything that's dropped for this? Um, I do want to start with the like the um, little kind of sizzle um, images um, that we got from the Eternals. I mean, it definitely is looking like a like a very um, just just by by how how it was filmed and stuff like that. A very um, interesting story and interesting like just vision of of a movie too. Like I think they like they she um, who's it's by. Um, Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao, who just won an uh, Oscar for for no for directing No Man's Land, No Nomad's Land, <laughs> No Bad <laughs> Land, yeah, Nomad. By Land. the way, by the way, first ever, so second ever female director to win Best Director, and first ever non-white um, female director to win Best Director. So, mm-hmm. but she she use utilizes this thing called like um, the Golden Hour, where it's it's only you only film in certain hours of the day to capture like this kind of special light in the movie, and that's then how they did the Revenant. Yeah, and then they also, um, I think I heard that they are filming it on actual film and not digital. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so it's going to definitely be a very unique um, image for it, and definitely just showing, once again, how Marvel, if as long as you come up with a good idea, they'll be like, just do what you want to do. And then, then of course, like they'll interject, like, no, this isn't the right way. But for the most part, they'll be like, you they take these like you know not risks but they take these just different like avenues of if somebody if a creator you know brings up something like hey i want to do it this way that way like fine like as long as you know we got the the story let's let's make it happen and stuff so so yeah it definitely looks already like visually beautiful like there's the just the scenes we get like a yeah that ripped camille nanjani and (laughs) yeah and uh, it's definitely going to be a very interesting movie. Um, really interesting to see how it ties in. Um, I think they're going to be following I mean, a storyline that actually Neil Gaiman wrote on the on the oh, run of the Eternals, oh where I think that's kind of like what people are guessing. Because one thing, like one, it'll end this storyline will help explain why the Eternals haven't done anything, you know, in the MCU up until this point, is that essentially um, the younger um, Eternal, I think her name's Fry or, F- Fry or something like that, Spry, um, she she has the ability to like kind of manipulate all the other internal minds, so she makes, essentially makes them all forget who they really are until like, you know, they start to remember things and that's where the Eternals will probably come in. Um... So so yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting story, and I'm excited for it. I mean, you know, it's it's not something. It's one of those properties that like is not well known, like the Guardians of the Galaxy were, and mm-hmm. and a bunch of different things that Marvel pull up, um, so far. So it's going to definitely. I'm I you know, I trust in Marvel. I trust in Kevin Feige, you know, kind of thing, um, on that. But on the other movies, like I'm, I am like excited. I, I mean, I'm not surprised by the. The Mar the Marvels kind of title. I knew that it was building up to Miss with the Miss Marvel show, and then and then um, Monica Rambeau, you know, in WandaVision getting her powers. That we were gonna have that that 
you know, that collaboration of the Marvels. So I'm excited for that. And Wakanda Forever, you know, brought a tear to my eye and just knowing that it's going to open up, you know, with, with T'Challa's um, funeral. And Well, maybe. But, I mean, we don't know. Like, I haven't really given us any details, but yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, there's going to be that element to it. It's going to, it's going to be a bittersweet and, mm-hmm. and definitely, but no, of course, super excited about the, about the future Marvel. Oh, Shang-Chi and the trailer for Shang-Chi made it look amazing. And, and like, um, them seemingly going to be doing, uh, Mortal Kombat better than Mortal Kombat. But no, Mortal Kombat was a good, okay movie. But whoa, they might do whoa, whoa, Mortal whoa. Kombat better than Mortal why, Kombat. Why, why am I being attacked? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta understand the Mortal Kombat is very, very tongue in cheek. I mean, it's I know, no, it is. Africans, I, know. I know. That's why I loved it, and it was mm-hmm. very canon to, to actual it. Mortal Kombat. It, so. It's just I was a Tekken guy, just, so oh. Fuck out! <laughs> I played Tekken three when it came out. I won't lie. Oh, Tekken three introduced my one of my favorite characters of all time, Halong, kicking the shit out of everybody. Bro, Eddie Gordo, what are you talking about? Eddie Gordo, hey, yeah, breakdown fighting is not as just, cool as Taekwondo, man. I don't know, man. Couple of was pretty cool. Uh, Taekwondo, but... though, man, man could kick anybody at any time. Could <laughs> punch anybody to save his life, but yeah, oh, yeah. but uh, but. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one thing though that that I'm kind of excited for for these is that I don't know anything about Shang-Chi or or um the Eternals. Like mm-hmm. I literally I think cuz I think that in a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy in the first one that are they showed a scene of like a giant I think it was an Eternal or, That's the or, or um, was it, the Eternals. Those are they. Those wait, aren't no, the actual are those? Eternals. Not Eternals. Those are what are they the, called? It was something else. Oh my god! I, that's what I thought they were, but they're called it's, something. They're like the gods. It's oh, yeah, celestials. it's like the guys. Celestials. Thank you. The Thank celestials. you. Celestials. Yeah, there you go. Which thought, are which gave the Eternals their powers essentially. Ah, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. So I'm yeah, I, I don't know anything okay. about them, and then me either. Shang-Chi, yeah, I know nothing I, about him at all either. And, and I'm, I'm kind of glad of going in blind, you know? I, I haven't even watched oh, yeah, trailers definitely. for these. Oh, yeah, so I'm pretty uh, excited for those two. I, I, gotta, I gotta analyze everything. <laughs> I love it. So, obviously, I'm fucking super excited for Doctor Strange. Like, mm-hmm. I've been, oh, yeah. I, I need more Doctor Strange. Like, I'm just so, like, I watched Endgame the other day, and he was barely in it. I know he's in Infinity War more, but I'm just like, oh, just need more. I need <laughs> more of Steven. So I'm more excited for that. But my favorite part of that whole, you know, big Marvel kind of reveal thing is at the very end, you see a blue four kind of just come into the screen oh, and fade yep, out. Yep, and I was like, yep. oh, man. So, yep. yeah, that's technically, that's going to, so but the way that it's, it's, it's um, place, I, I'm thinking that it's going to be the wrap up of phase four. Fantastic Four is going to be the wrap up of phase four. Um, and it, because it still doesn't have a date, there's no there's no casting at all. There's nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, definitely there's probably rumblings and stuff like that. But but Marvel, I, I mean, I think like just even like Anthony Mackie not knowing there was a Captain America four until that, I don't believe that though. I, I that's, are you that's, sure? That's, that's I that's, I would not no. be surprised. No, I, honestly, like Sharon Carter, I think a lot of these actors have to lie and keep secrets. Yeah, he's like, oh, I didn't even know they, that I was going to be kept like Captain America four. Like that's, I do not believe that for a second. Like I think Anthony uh, is playing coy. Like that, I don't believe. 
I don't, I, don't, I don't know. We don't know until we know. Like, we need to get into Marvel. We need to do, be something, and then we finally know the truth, kind of thing. We'll have, yeah. we'll have like, we'll we'll secretly get hired at Marvel and keep doing a podcast about it, just like in Godzilla versus Kong. Well, we just need to be, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I guess we just need to be sponsored by Marvel and stuff. <laughs> yeah, there but, you go. Yeah. Um. But no, like it's it's just um, uh, yeah. I'm I'm then if that's the case, then I'm sure that then the people who are going they know like they know, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. I mean, I know I I there's possibly like I I, I won't see it until I see it. You know, like they'll they'll announce the cast and hopefully like I'm like oh yeah like yeah on board. I'm hoping that but. I should I we should put yeah I, I mean I should learn to put my trust in Marvel and like whoever they they hire it's they're gonna be the embodiments of these characters one way or the other yeah yeah I mean be they've good. been killing it so far for the past what mm-hmm. 11 12 years yeah 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 but um real quick uh, since since we got these new announcements um again I, I, I like I said I don't know too much about Shang-Chi or or the Eternals, but you know we know about Doctor Strange and Black Widow and, and all that. So, what are you guys hoping to see? Like, what are you guys hoping to see with those coming up? Like, if you know a little bit more about them than I, I do, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about them. Honestly. Yeah, I don't know anything about. It. I what I'm hoping for this new phase is that buildup of 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 a you know another Avengers m- movie. You know, like I mean. Uh, Endgame was kind of a really great wrap up, and and it's kind of like, well, it's like that question of where do we go next, and and we've just seen the cusp of of where we're going to be going, and so it's going to be deaf, and I'm I trust that yeah, like we'll get to that big event again. Like I know that people are saying we'll never have another Endgame, but I really do think that Marvel could probably do it again. Like, oh yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah, it's going to be just like, essentially like we're starting new here a bit, you know, like, like that's why I want to see them keep separate for a while, build it up. Don't just throw them all back in together, you know, like start telling these different stories. Mm-hmm. You know I'm, I'm I'm hoping that they don't add. Yeah, I'm. I wouldn't. I would totally be fine with this phase four not having an Avengers movie, and and yeah, it just. Be, but like, I really think that 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 Fantastic Four being. I'm hoping that they don't add any more to this yeah, phase. Just, just and that that Fantastic Four because Fantastic Four, especially with the you know the real life like hype of it and people wanting. It to be in the MCU for so long is enough to propel it into that next phase and it be it Fantastic Four in itself being a movie that that is caught is that first block like cornerstone of what's to come what's going to build up you know yeah 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 so like but for now I think keep it like phase one where they're all kind of separate you know don't mm-hmm. do the mistake of like you know like that's what they did so well the first time around was they they had all these different characters, and then when they earned it and they came together, it was so cool. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, the yeah, Mummy like 20... Avengers was like... Wait, phase- well, like, okay. Avengers, like, 2019... Or, like, Mummy 2017 or whatever, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, here's a here's a hand of, like, a, you know, a creature from the back lagoon, and here's this thing, mm-hmm. and here's the... You know, don't, don't just throw all that shit right in right away. 
you know, like, you know, wait till, you know, Avengers was the end of phase one after all this stuff had happened. And oh, phase one. Mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Phase one was a longer phase. Yeah. So that, yeah, it felt like no, two phase phases. one was, was, was pretty short. Yeah. So they were, yeah, they were just again, kind of like, you know, not really like they kind of like were getting started. So they weren't like, it wasn't like a well-oiled machine where it is now where it's pumping everything out. But yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah they're, I mean, they're, they're essentially in and out. They got the formula. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. Yeah, but yeah. I, yeah. And then one other thing I wanted to say too was um, interest. Like, so you know, it is cool that now like Marvel is kind of you know doing a, a lot more stuff with like different diverse characters and casts and stuff. You know, like the Eternals and Shang Chi and you know all the and of course you know a sequel to Black Panther. Um, but what's interesting is I was kind of talking about this with somebody the other day and, you know, with Chloe Zhao, it's pretty cool. Chloe Zhao coming off, you know, her best director win. Did you guys know that this is, if you, um, other than female, like centric superhero films, like, you know, like Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman, Catwoman. Um, so movie, movies that are not <laughs> about, yeah, I know I had to mention it. Here's why. Cause movies that are not about like female centric characters. There's only been one other superhero film that has been directed by a woman. Ever. Not like Marvel, DC, like Marvel Sony, like all superhero movies ever, other than like female-led films. There's only been like one like male or gender neutral, like team whatever, film directed by a, a woman at, up until Eternal. So it's pretty cool that that's happening. Do you guys know what the other one was? Okay, I'm going to shoot for the stars. Uh, Tank Girl. No, Fuck. no, not that's, not that's, girl that's related. Not, yeah, not girl not related. Oh, oh, okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Not girl centric. Yeah, not girl centric. So, like a movie that is not about a female, because they always do that. They're like, oh, well, it's a it's a movie about Captain Marvel. It's a lady movie, so we got to get a lady direct it. Like I'm like, we'll just get women to direct movies. You know, how about that? You know, um, I don't <laughs> know. Uh, so this there's only been one other time where they got a female to direct a superhero movie, and it is. I'll give you a hint. It is a pretty action heavy one. Oh, okay. Um, and it's a comic book movie? Yes. Come on, bro. Give me a sec. It's not The Loser, is it? No. I'm trying to... Wait, is The Loser... I, I, would, I'd got to double check that. I know it's Losers is a comic book movie, but it's, it's uh, specifically a superhero movie. Oh, okay, okay. Is it DC Marvel or is it another company? It is Marvel. Oh. Post MCU or pre MCU? Pre MCU, and, and yeah, pre-MCU. it was. Yeah, Losers is Peter Berg, so yeah, not not a, not a woman. Um, Fantastic Four two, um, Rise of the Silver Surfer. No, you guys want me to tell you? Oh, yeah, wait, go wait, ahead. Wait, 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 wait. Let me let me. Okay, this pre. I feel like I, I might. Oh my god. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. All right. Punisher Warzone. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, I, I knew that one, too. Directed by Lexi Alexander. Yes, yeah. I remember because the I remember only, hearing really good things about it. Yeah, the only... Because they were so action-centric. Yeah, the only non-female-led um, superhero film directed with a, by a female director. Up until mm-hmm. now. Up until The Eternals. Yeah, and I think there'll be more. I mean, going back yeah. to our first, the first part of this podcast, um, Falcon the Winter Soldier was showrunned by by um, Kari, 
um i can't remember her last name but yeah she she just freaking like just shows like whoever is qualified just do it you know mm -hmm. well unfortunately uh for the me and the boys across the street uh new gods was gonna be another one that was supposed to be directed by uh, a woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was well, super, and, mm -hmm. super yeah. fucking excited for that one. Thor, um, Thor 2 was actually supposed to be originally directed by Catherine Bigelow, um, who was the first woman to win an Oscar um, for Best Director. But she, you know, there, there was a whole you know, fight between her and Marvel. And, you know, Marvel, like you were saying, I don't know, Ariel, you were saying before, Marvel cuz kind of like about, they are a little restrictive and there was a whole big fallout between that. They got. Yeah, I mean, that's why you're right like left to that's why Edgar Wright left that's why you know a lot of directors have kind of like left because of them it's being because, very restrictive but the the Edgar Wright thing is definitely tied because uh he didn't want it connected to the MCU he wanted like they were like that, what? that's that's a, that's a mess up on him though because like <laughs> that's part of it like what what does yeah. he expect I mean it's a whole shared universe I mean I, I would have thought he would understand that but well it was know. like he honestly started working on Ant-Man before the MCU was even a thing mm-hmm mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole other can of worms, but yeah. So like my point is that like, it's good that, you know, we are hearing from some different voices, you know, for once. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And mm -hmm. of course, you know, like Chloe Zhao is like a great voice, you know, like she did just win best director. So it'll be really cool to see what she does with this kind of, you know, very different Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it already looks, it already looks amazing. At least from the steals, I'm hoping that it keeps that way. I mean, it probably will. Yeah. Well, yeah. one another question I want to ask y'all, since mm -hmm. uh, probably going to be wrapping up soon. Um, since we are kind of now in like almost a, a wild west, uh, kind of a resurgence into the wild west, even though you know Marvel knows what they're doing, mm -hmm. and now pretty much the doors are open for, I mean, a lot of things to come up. Uh, what characters would you guys like to see? Like, I mean, right now with these announcements, I mean, we 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 can get surprises. Obviously, you know, like Black mm -hmm. Widow is really excited for Taskmaster, and well, that's coming now. Mm -hmm. But with all these new titles coming out, you know, I think they also they did the Black Panther. There wasn't there another one. I felt there was one more, but um, out of all the like, just now since there's so many doors opening. What characters would you guys like to see? Well, I would have said Venom if Sony hadn't fucking ruined him, you know? Okay. I, I really would, like, I honestly kind of, like, just get rid of the Venom movie and, like, do a proper Venom. Like, because Venom is such a true anti-hero, interesting character because he's a villain when he's going up against Spider-Man. But he's a hero when he's not. Like he's an anti-hero when he's not. Like he's mm -hmm. a murderer. Like he kills bad guys and stuff like that. And he's like got a bloodlust and stuff. But he's also just like, like he's just he just fucking hates Peter Parker and Spider Man. And he's born like his whole thing. That's why the Venom movie sucked is his backstory and how he's explicitly tied to Spider Man and Peter Parker is what makes him so cool and interesting. And just to have him just be generic, you know, whatever character like he was in that movie. You know, I, I really don't care. And it seems like, you know, now Sony is leaning into, you know, with like their MCU spinoff movies, they're trying to connect it to the MCU with bringing in, you know, Alan Toombs and stuff like that from the other Spider-Man movies. So I don't know if they would even be able to, you know, that's never going to happen. That's a pipe dream um, because Sony has the rights to them still. It's one of the few characters that Marvel couldn't use, um, you know, of their own free will. But 
I don't know. Yeah, I would. I would love to see a proper, a proper Venom movie. I feel done. like. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like all of us kind of. Uh, I feel like poor Venom. You know, we all love Venom. We all would like Venom to be like you know just naturally in the MCU, but you know it seems like they're going to go that route of using the Tom Hardy one. But I feel like mm-hmm. if we were to be able to talk to the character of Venom, it'd be like, "Why are you doing this, Venom?" And it's like, "It's a parasite, Mrs. Chen. It's Sony." <laughs> like that's literally that's the parasite on him. If, if anything, yeah. it's a symbiote. But honestly, the parasite is Sony. But okay, what about what about you, Ariel? But or maybe Nova uh, too. I want to throw out there. Nova would be cool too. Nova, yeah. Oh, yeah, Nova, Nova would be, would be awesome. And have Nathan um, Fillion do it. And they already got the backstory ready because of Infinity War. But no, 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 Nathan Fillion Nova, for Greenland. Nova's too. <laughs> well, Nova's a younger character. Um, now he is. Yeah, now he's like an old. He's a kid. But the old one was like an older dude. Like they used to be like he's the uh, old man. Uh, um. Well, I'm. I am excited for the Fantastic Four to come back. Um. I I don't know if I'm just burnt out on X Men. Like I would be okay with X Men coming. Of course, they would be integrated in a really good way. But I mean, like, yeah, yeah. But but I am excited for Fantastic Four. Um, they are one of the first comics that I bought. Um. Um, dang, man. Uh, for Marvel, man. Can I say one um, more? Can I say one that you reminded me of X Men now? Um, yeah. Because I would love, I would love to see. Because I'm pretty s- miss on the X Men, huh? You want, you want Scott? Yeah, I want to see a proper fucking Cyclops. Me like, too. Like, don't have him be like this, like shitty, like little guy, fucking like you know James Marsden, who's always getting his girlfriend stolen, like. Like you know, always cooked. Always cooked. He really is. Mm-hmm. Never the oh, bull. Never the bull. Yeah. No, like, and it's just like get. I don't know. They're probably gonna get like somebody like Timothy Chalamet or something to play him. You know, like, and fucking. Oh no, man. Well, depends I want, on when I they want, start like... it. No, I think they could start. I think at this point they could start with like because you want it would be really good to have it be like X Men were always there. You know, they were in the mm-hmm. background. Yeah. yeah. You know. Like, yeah, they were just Wanda, they Wanda, come out of you know like yeah, you know. and they'd be like Wanda. No, you've always been a mutant. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. that's why that's you were what, able to I think to they kind of hinted at that. A little oh, bit, they did. Know? Oh, they did. And so have um, like you know like like the X Men the the Charles Xavier Academy was always there, but it was just kind of like secret. Nobody knew about mutants and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean like I mean in the I'm just going off of like the classic cartoon. Like Scott is and then Scott's like introduces like an adult. I think you yeah. totally introduce these characters as adults. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with Derek. I I like I I'm, I'm well, not, like, uh, he's like twenty seven now. Yeah, but he yeah, looks he's like still, he's, he's like still, sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> him and he's if he's playing the opposite of Zendaya and Dune, that's the age that they're going for, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I want. I want like. Um, I want like like a James Marsden kind of like aged kind of guy. Like, because I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't like a big Cyclops guy, but like I read a lot of like X Men comics, and I always thought Scott was like pretty fucking cool, anyways. So mm-hmm. I was like, dude, why like why a fucking kid? Like, I don't want him as a kid. I mean, yeah. Obviously, speaking of X Men, yeah, I want to see the X Men naturally. I want to see Wolverine. Like, I actually want to see like. A badass Wolverine with the costume, like mm-hmm. you know, pretty much. But if we are going the fast Fantastic Four route, obviously, you know, the, the three I want to see. If, if if the whole scroll or scroll invasion is going to happen, Secret Invasion is going to happen. 
I mean, I can see that tying in with Fantastic Four, and if they don't want to go, if they don't want to go with the Doctor Doom route, they can go with the Super Scroll, kind of make it a safe route where they're just like, hey, the scrolls are kind of already invading, and you know, there's the whole Super Scroll where they they somehow, you know, Fantastic Four got their powers, and there was a scroll up in space or something when they got their powers, and he somehow got their powers as well. And then, like, you can do a quick little like origin story, something simple quick and easy and then you know lead on to um dr doom post credits boom dr doom post credits go to that and then the next phase you know maybe if because because i think secret invasion is going to be more of a show right mm-hmm. so okay boom use that for the next phase the phase after we can get because i'm like how are you going to top Endgame? obviously you got you know marvel's dark side thanos over there they already did Infinite Gauntlet, which is one of the biggest ones. I'm like, all right, you got Fantastic Four. You need another big bad. Who's the other biggest bad you can have? Galactus. Yeah, Boom. yeah, we could That's go in the, the Galactus. But I don't need to. They would don't know if they surprised. need to go bigger. You know, like have the next big bad be more of like a local. Like have it be a Doctor Doom. Okay. You know, truthfully, truthfully, I would not be surprised if the next big big event is fucking House of M. You get the you get the mutants in in there. You Honestly, get. I thought that. House of M was going to be done with Wandavision, but now I'm kind of like. Mm. It's still it's still trending that way. I mean, it could Maybe. definitely go still go to the direction of House of M, especially if they introduce like her mutinism. Um, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I mean, definitely, yeah. Like the next big bad would be. I think I don't know. I, I guess just Galactus has gotten a bad rep because of what they tried to just horribly did in the second um um Fantastic Four. Um but I mean you got to yeah build up that that villain where you understand where they're coming from. Like yeah, they could have ultimate destruction, but like why are they want this ultimate destruction? Yeah. But we don't even need to have ultimate destruction. Have it be like I think maybe you'd go a different route and have it be, you know, more of just like a Doctor Doom person. It doesn't need to be the saving the entire universe again. It could be, you know, something, you know, like just like saving the world, you know, that could be enough. You know, it doesn't have to build yeah. build to this big thing and it could be something a different, you know, culmination of this. The next saga can be something, you know, a, a kind of different take on it. Yeah, they're also saying the possibility of King the Destroyer, who's being introduced in um, King, King the Ant-Man. Conqueror, King the Conqueror, who's being introduced in Ant Man and the Wasp, yeah. could possibly be um, the be big bad as well. So. Uh, yeah, Ant Man, Quantumania. Quantumania. Yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Yeah. One one other character though, I will say that I would really love to see introduced, um, and it would be in Spider Man Far From Home. I would yeah. love to see of more than anything. Spider Gwen had have um, Emma Stone come back and like play that character again, dude. How fucking uh, great would that no, be? Oh, it would be amazing. But okay, do we really believe Andrew Garfield? Like he, he, I don't know if you guys seen the the recently the interview that he had. I think it was with um, I think it was not with Watch uh, one of the Watch Mojo guys. I think it was like with um, like Entertainment Weekly or something like that. And uh, yeah, he's like, I have to bring it up. Like, are you in Spider-Man? And he's like, I don't know. No, I'm. And he like pauses and he's like, how can I put this? He's like, 
I, no, he doesn't say how I can put this. He's like, I never got the call. And I'm like, that's so open to interpretation. Like, he, yeah, you didn't get the call. Somebody else got the call or you had a whatever. I I still think it's a possibility. I mean, oh, especially I with Marvel. He might be playing things lying. close to the vest. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, yeah. I mean, I know yeah. he's like, he's trying to keep like it he's secret, scorned. Yeah. You know, he's a man scorned. Rightfully so. You know, like they, yeah. they yeah. But I mean, like, Kevin Feige is a is a you know smooth talking man. He could talk he could talk you know anybody into selling their mother to him. <laughs> but but yeah, I think I think he he it, he got it done. If that was the direction that they were going, and I think he got it done. Yeah, I mean, I, I would really like yeah to see to see it. Well, we'll we'll see. There's been a lot of speculation on on Far From Home. Um, no way home. Fuck. Now yeah. I'm doing it. God damn it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, I really am curious to see what happens with that. But I, the, my number one hope for that movie, more than like Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire, is to see Gwen Stacy. What is it? Emma it's Stone. not far from home. It's um. It's no way home. No way home. No way home. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, for that <laughs> one, real quick, if it's gonna be about that one. And and if it is gonna be this weird multiverse kind of into the Spider Verse kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine, I'd be I'd be down to see. If Do they is... get? No, no, they because Oscar Isaac plays him in in in, in the in the post credits, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In um, but in, would uh, we get? Because yeah. that's the thing is like, I mean, if he's if if in Moon Knight he's covered. Complete like throughout the whole movie, then maybe he could be could be that spider, or if he's just covered in Spider Man, they just use like his Moon voice. Knight. Yeah, Oscar Isaac is yeah, he's Moon Knight. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah. I think it's a show, though. I think that one's actually a, it's show. a show. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I mean it's because that's you know into the Spider Verse. I you know like he was in. They'll get somebody else if they get. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll uh, there's a it's a lot of possibility. We'll, so I'm excited to see what they do with it. You know. Yeah, I think truthful like Emma Stone. Would, I definitely like if they're going to do a multiverse. Definitely the the last two, Spider Man. Um, it would be amazing to see Emma Stone. I would love that. I mean, I don't know if that would be pushing too much. That's the thing. Like, no, no, no. Get her in there. Get her in there. I mean, if they're yeah. bringing back Alfred Molina, they can do it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, um, any last thoughts on anything? No, I'm excited for the MCU. You know, in Feige, we trust. Yeah. A... yeah. But yeah, we will. We'll be back soon because uh, July we got uh, we got a little bit of a break, but then Loki and um, Black Widow are both coming out in July, so we'll be back with an episode to talk about those. Um, you know, thank you guys for joining me again. It's always great to talk with you guys about Marvel stuff. I always have a blast. Um, if you guys like what you hear, just go ahead and subscribe. Um, we also do a few other podcasts. Um, our main one is called Underrated, uh, where we talk about underrated films. Um, so, you know, every uh, two weeks we'll drop a new episode of that. Um, we also do, I also have one called um, Gateway Episodes. Where I introduce people to TV shows or they introduce me to shows with a kind of iconic episode. Say, watch this, and if you like it, you'll get into the show. If you don't, whatever. Um, so there's that one. And then Ariel also has her podcast called You've Never Seen, 
um, where she will introduce, it's kind of similar, well, she'll introduce us to somebody to a movie we should have seen at this point, we just haven't yet for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, we've been having a lot of fun with all these podcasts. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you know, uh, we also have a Patreon, um, which is Patreon, uh, going to be patreon.com slash undercastco, um, you know, for just a dollar a month. But, you know, that's totally, if you guys want to do that, cool. If not, awesome. Just keep listening, um, you know. Uh, but we always have a lot of fun. Um, thank you guys for being here with me, Alan and Ariel. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate everybody listening. Yeah, thanks for being amazing, everyone. See you in another life. Take it easy. Hello, guys. Do you like my style? You can have it as well. Sudkovia.